your customers are expecting a digital experience. They're mm. expecting to be updated real time when someone's on their way, get a quote delivered via text. They want all of those things because that's what they're experiencing on Amazon and Uber and all these other platforms. Welcome to Masters of Home Service, a podcast by Jobber. Usually each week we bring together successful home service entrepreneurs to share their tips and successes for helping you grow your business and make it more profitable, more efficient. But today is a special day. We have a special guest. We're in Las Vegas at Blue Wire Studios. And with me is Jeff Sherlock, the Senior Vice President of Product at Jobber. Glad to be here. So you've been with Jobber for a couple of years now. Yep. Here's the thing. I'm a man of the people, Jeff. Yep. Uh, every, I'm not going to ask you... What are you guys developing? Because I need job to talk about that kind of stuff. I, I get that. But yeah, I do want to ask you some questions about what's coming down the road in terms of the trends of the sure. of technology and platforms like Jobber. Yeah. What home because you you've hired a plumber to your house before. Oh. You've had, you know, contractors come and home home service companies before. So how did you get into home service and jobber specifically? I mean, I've always had an affinity for technology products that help the little guys. And I think that. SMB owners are some of the people that can best leverage and best use technology. And I've always wanted to help build things that help people. And that's really guided a lot of my career decisions. And when I got in touch with Sam and Forrest in, I think it was a couple of years ago, 2021, I was really motivated and very intrigued by this idea of software really helping business owners, not in a superficial way, but in a very real way, mm-hmm. help them make more money, help them save time so they can spend more time with their kids. I think that just is a, a huge part of what drives me and really drives a lot of the things we try and do at Jobber. Would you say that your experiences hiring home service companies mm-hmm. has influenced your decisions <laughs> in Jobber at all? Of course. I mean, we, we all have seen uh, those experiences as a, as a homeowner or even as a renter where you hire out some home services and, and you've seen great experiences and, and bad ones. And I, I've had fantastic experiences where I have, you know, service pros that are keep me up to date. They show up when they say they're going to show up. And I've had other ones where the person mm-hmm. never calls you back, never texts you, right. et cetera. So I, I've lived those experiences of seeing what software can do for these businesses. And, and, you know, it seems simple on the outside, but there's a lot of complexity in running a business to make that all happen. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get into Jobber a little bit. I really, because okay. I, I know I'm a man of the people. I know our listeners want to hear from you about Jobber okay. and all that. So, how does Jobber take a request on mm. uh, recommendation? I, I I submit these all the time. Yeah, pretty much every time I chat with Jobber, I, mm-hmm. they'll they'll ask me, "Do you want me to submit a ticket for you and submit right. that to the product team?" Yes, please. You know. So, what happens to my recommendation once it goes into the Jobber ecosystem? We really look out for it's a few different categories of things. One is what are bugs? Bugs, things that clearly don't work. Bugs are bad. Bugs are bad. (laughs) Those get prioritized. We we have a bug flow. We try and fix those as fast as we can. The other set of things we look at is when customers say, hey, I wish Jobber would do this or do that. We, We try and analyze all that into some themes on a quarterly basis and say, what are some themes we're seeing across these different industries or even within a particular industry? And how might we solve that in a general way that that helps the SP, the business owner, do more or make more money or whatever it is they're trying to do, right? So uh, we, we, we try and analyze that all of that stuff and bucket it into trends, then turn that into discovery spikes. So we'll have a team go and talk to SPs. I, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've talked to people at 
on our job or product team. Uh, many of the people listening probably have too. We'll surveys. Surveys. We'll survey ask before. them, hey, how are you solving this today? So we really try to involve our customers as much as possible. Uh, but ultimately, we're, we're trying to make a great single product that serves a pretty wide number of industries. And so we're always trying to figure out what's the somewhat universal way of solving things. Yeah. I remember several years ago, I just thought I had the best idea. <laughs> and if Jobber does take my idea, then they're, they're, they're bimbos, you yeah. know? And as I pitched my idea and basically, basically my idea was only good for my company. <laughs> and they, they, they very, very kindly was like, they said, well, that's not going to work for anyone else. And I had a light bulb moment. I was being a little arrogant at the time, I think. And I was like, you know what? I guess that's true. Jobber can't just make features for every single user. That's, that's crazy. So you guys are looking at it more from a utility. Who would use it the most? I, I, a lot of companies would use it. So let's make that feature, right? But you're not going to make it for just one or two companies, obviously. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it's hard to do. We're trying mm -hmm. to service a lot of things. The other thing, too, is that we want our product to be easy to use. That's a huge thing that we strive for in everything we develop. Uh, oftentimes, we'll look at potential ways of solving problems and say, this can't be solved in an easy-to-use way. It's, there's only a complex way to solve this. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to the drawing board and see if there's a whole other way that we should be looking at this, this whole problem space. So really focused on that ease of use. If you have 100 checkboxes on a form... Yeah, that works for your business, but it may not work for anyone else's. Right. Uh, simplicity is what Jobber wants to do. It's simple to start, simple to use. It has a sleek design. It's, it's simple. You can start in day one, which we love. So when you come across a, a feature that you think would be good to do, but, it's, but it would take the, the software from being simple to complex, is that an instant no? Not an instant no, but we want to understand... Who is it complex for and what are those use cases where it would be really complex? It might be worth it in some instances where you say, hey, this is a, it's a power use case. So it doesn't have to show up for every single user. There's a way that we can say, hey, if you want to do this advanced thing, we're going to put this in another section of the product. But keeping those core workflows really simple is really important to us. Earlier, you mentioned trends. Yeah. Because you want to follow trends. Trends are important, right? Yeah. And not, not fads, yeah. but trends. Sure. What are some trends you're seeing? I'll talk a little bit about the home service space in general and what we see. One, I don't think this would be a shocker for anyone in the industry. Labor, so hard to hire. Mm -hmm. it's, hire it's hard to hire. It's hard to retain. It's hard to train. Labor trends are just, it's very labor constrained right now in the overall home services space. The second is that we see a pretty big generational shift happening. You see the business owner that's maybe been running this business for 30 years start to need to hand it over to someone else. So that's, a, that's another trend we're seeing. Mm. And then I'd say the, the last one is consumer trends and the, the homeowner trend or whatever you want to call that, the service consumer. They are increasing their expectations of home service providers every day because they're using Uber, they're using Instacart, they're using all of these technology-enabled platforms mm -hmm. to do everything else. And it feels like the last mile is in home services in a lot of ways. Right. Like that's, that's an area where they, they have that expectation. You know, they're, they're seeing those ideas on Pinterest and saying, well, why can't you do that as, the, as, as a carpenter or, or a craftsman, right? Mm -hmm. And so that all of these things just really raise the expectation level from the service consumer. Let's take a quick minute to talk about Jobber and how it can impact your business. Jeff, why should someone, if they're not using Jobber, why should they use Jobber? Jobber is going to help them run a simpler, more streamlined business. 
They're going to be able to spend more time with their friends and family and less time trying to pour over a billion different quotes and other documents. The other major reason is that consumers, your customers, are expecting a digital experience. They're mm -hmm. expecting to be updated real time when someone's on their way, get a quote delivered via text. They want all of those things because that's what they're experiencing on Amazon and Uber and all these other platforms. Jobber makes that easy to do for any type of home service business. Yeah. It's not uncommon for people to ask clients to ask me, are you guys a franchise? Because they assume because of the software that we use, you know, Jobber is a really sleek, professional looking platform. They just assume that we have tons of funds. We built our own software for this franchise. No, right. we're just one location with Jobber. <laughs> if you are a new user and you want to try Jobber, go to jobber.com slash podcast deal, get an exclusive discount and go start today. Jeff, one thing I really want to drill down on a little bit is on a day-to-day -day basis, how are you guys staying ahead and, and like knowing what the trends are and really digging in and knowing how, where's the market going? Like on a day-to-day -day basis, how are you guys really getting into that? On a day-to-day -day basis, we have a bunch of tools that we use to analyze, not just the stuff that people write into us about, but um, also we look at how people are using the product today. One of the things that we see year on year is increasing usage of mobile. These business owners are increasingly wanting to, wanting to do and doing more things on their mobile phones. The other thing that we, we look at is industry-wide data. We publish the Jobber Economic uh, Report on a yearly basis, and it has a lot of data in there. So we do a lot of industry. We, we absorb a lot of the, the industry uh, data that's out there to try and figure out what's next, what's coming, how should we think about this, what, are, what, what is happening in the home services space, and how might we, Jobber, help SPs stay in front of that or react to it? Mm. So one of Jobber's main things, as we know, we talked about a little bit already, is it's the simplicity. What does Jobber do uh, to make sure that, that Jobber stays simple? More from a new user standpoint. So I'm, mm. I'm thinking about new users who, yep. uh, they might, one or two users, you know, and a couple hundred thousand dollars of revenue maybe. How does Jobber make sure that they can adopt it easily and quickly? Because that, that's y'all's motto, really. Yeah, great question. I think this is a huge area of focus. So we spend probably an outsized amount of time thinking about this new user experience because it's so important. It really determines often the success of a business owner or business on Jobber because if you don't nail that first-time user experience, they're gone, they're going somewhere else, right? And the ways that we do that are really thinking through the sequential steps of what it takes to get onboarded. How do we get your client list on there quickly, efficiently? How do we get you connected to other software that you're using, like QuickBooks, really thinking through, okay, I'm day one, I'm a service owner, mm -hmm. like how do I, or service business owner, how do I onboard onto Jobber, get everything set up in one, one fell swoop? And oftentimes what we see is that business owners have this inertia where they, in the off season, they, they say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I'm going to sign up for Jobber. I'm going to streamline everything I'm doing. And you don't want to lose that inside the product. And so we, we think a lot about how we make that a, a one-time experience. How do we get them to do the next three things they need to do to get set up and running? So a lot of our onboarding emails, a lot of the onboarding flows we build are really geared around how do we keep that momentum so that they, they get set up quickly and efficiently.
Yeah. I want to ask you for a couple of examples, but one thing yeah. I, I've thought about is I've tried other softwares in my mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. And one thing I like about Jobber the most is there's always a green button on the screen. Yeah. Pretty much always. Yeah. So you always know what to do. Other softwares, I was like, what do I do next? Right. What do I click? I, I don't know. And, and I like the, the request to quote, to job, to invoice, to yep. close, you know, all that. I like that workflow. What are some other things that our listeners mm. just may not even have thought of that we take for granted that actually weren't so intuitive that you guys have implemented to make the software so smooth? We've invested a ton into the mobile app, which maybe doesn't sound like it is uh, obviously something that uh, matters a lot, but little tiny things, many people don't even know that, for example, uh, job data is actually stored in your phone and is available offline if you go out of cell coverage and you already have like looked at that job that day. So little tiny things to make that experience, not just for first-time users, but just overall, it just feels like a complete product. And in the mobile app, especially, one of the things I saw when I joined was that it was really slow. Mm. And it was taking forever to load the five seconds to load this, two seconds to load that. People's expectations are so, so, That's so much slow. higher. So, you know, <laughs> they're just like, you know, Instagram loads and in, before I can even like depress my thumb, right? It's like, so we, we think a lot about that speed and that interaction on, on mobile. We know that home service uh, business owners are increasingly on mobile and they, they need a fast performant mobile app. So that's something that behind the scenes that we, we spent a lot of time thinking. Yeah, I would say that the, the app has developed a lot since my job, yeah. big time. And I've noticed those little changes. The, the cloud, uh, it's, it's stored on your phone, yep. so it doesn't just go away yep. and the technician's lost. And they can't send quotes and stuff, but that's obvious, of course. Right. You know, you're, right. you're out of service. But at least you don't lose the, the client's name, so you don't, hey, buckaroo. Right. You say, hi, Mr. Jones. Those little things make a big difference in the customer experience. And that kind of stuff matters to our, our listeners. Oh, it, it matters a lot. Some of the complaints around not having some lightweight offline mode availability uh, features in there was that, we actually got this request from uh, septic tank installers. Mm. So they'd be down in the septic tank. They don't have any coverage. <laughs> and they're trying of to like course. repair this thing. And they're like, well, what, what, how many holes did this thing have? And they want to look <laughs> it up and they can't find the info. And so wow, just, yeah. just crazy things like that that you don't, sitting behind a desk, you don't necessarily think about. Totally. Okay, I got to ask you, AI is all the rage. Oh. It's, not it's not just a fad. Yeah. AI is, is serious. It's, it's here to stay. What, what are you guys doing with AI? Where is it going? I think in terms of AI, there's been a ton of advance uh, in AI in the last 12 months um, that I think has surprised a lot of people. As someone that's worked in tech uh, quite a while, surprised me. I, I didn't see some of these advances coming this quickly. And I think that when, when really looking at how a home service business operates, one of the things that I, I starting to look at these AI tools is very apparent is that I mean, AI is great. There's a lot of things that we want to do with it. We'll get into that. AI is not going to unclog your toilet. Mm -hmm. There's still yeah, a well need said. for the home service business owner to go and do the work, yeah. right? And so all the other things we can help with, AI can help make quotes faster, can help you get up and running even faster, can maybe give you advice about how to run your business in a way that is very, very personalized. It can look at your data and say, hey, what if you did this? What if you did that? What if you started leaf blowing in addition to doing whatever else you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of things that AI can do around the periphery of the job itself to help you run a better business and a more profitable mm -hmm. business, but it's not going to do the work for you at yeah. the end of the day. So we're looking at ways of how do we help 
business owners through AI do things that may not be even obvious to them or do them faster. Instead of a 10-minute quote powered by a human, can that be a 10-second quote? Is there a way to really cut down on the time it takes to run all of the parts of the business that nickel and dime your time? Can AI help really accelerate a lot of the things that you're already doing? All right, Jeff. So one of my favorite features, and it's a new feature, is online booking. I'm sure it's, it's your favorite feature too. It, it actually is. It's something that when I joined Jobber, I was on an, uh, a bit of an internal rampage to go build. So it's near and dear to my heart. Uh, sorry, everyone internally that... Uh, <laughs> well, you're right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal. Eventually, and this is actually happening in some cities uh, as far as I know, but eventually it's, you're going to be laying in bed, Alexa, someone, send someone out here to cut my grass. Yeah. They're coming Tuesday at 8 a.m. Great. Yeah. Thanks, Alexa. And our our listeners want to be that company that Alexa gets to, right? Totally. Now, I personally think that, it, I think online booking, I think that's bridge to that. So I'm a big believer in uh, online booking, not for every business, to be mm -hmm. very, very clear. But I think many more businesses than even uh, people think today could be powered by self-serve online booking. And I think that the consumer expectations going there, and it's going there really, really quickly. One of the things that holds people back that we're thinking a lot about is um, how do you make online booking work with this desire for an efficient schedule? So how do you have a smart scheduling engine that says, don't book a job three hours away mm -hmm. from where my other appointments are going to be the same day? How do we make that all work with how an SP wants to operate a, an efficient, profitable business? I think that is the first step into really powering what you're talking about. If you sitting there laying in bed, get someone out here to cut my grass. Mm -hmm. I think that then the, that goes out and says, find an SP and, and port that into Alexa and book it automatically. We, we want to help SPs do that. Yeah. And I think that that is where some level of that is going to be the consumer expectation in three, five years, not, not too long. Mm -hmm. And we're committed to helping SPs be the one that's on the other end of that. And there's also a, a bridge, though. You, you need to be able to connect it to Google or the search yep. engines. Yep. And, I, and I know Jobber, because in my settings, there is a, a link or yep. whatever the fancy word is yep. for uh, integration yep. with Google. Are those all cousins to each other? These are all things that are triangles that are connected. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can think about online booking as the entry point for the customer into your schedule. And we want to connect that to as many places as you want us to connect it to. So that's something else we're thinking about is where are all the channels where this thing needs to end up? Is it Facebook? Is it Instagram? Is Amazon, it, maybe. Is it, is it Amazon? Is it Google? And making that as quick as possible, as easy as possible. How do we make that two or three clicks? Great. Now your booking link is everywhere. You don't have to do any work. The work just comes in. Mm -hmm. A quick story. I remember talking to one of the managers at Jobber, Jordan, and we were talking about the online, or sorry, the uh, the automatic invoicing when it came out several years ago. And I, I used the word like a button. And he mm -hmm. said, well, what if it happened without you pressing a button? Mm -hmm. And he blew my mind. I was like, is that even possible? So now it literally just happens without any trigger whatsoever. And that's when I realized that there's a lot more potential with technology than I, than I ever realized. Yeah. yeah. I ever realized. I, one of the things that we see with this generational shift that I alluded to before, which is you've got all of this next gen business owner, what they, what they want to do is they want to run the business part 
as automatically as possible. They don't want to sit there and have to call back every person that calls them and try and negotiate some time on a physical schedule. They want it to be all self-serve, all really automatic, really easy to run. And I think that that is something that we see a bit of a departure versus the old school service pros that are just really trying to digitize what they're doing on pen and paper. Mm-hmm. And that expectation of, well, once you go down that road, you can start to automate a lot of things that are taking a ton of time, a ton of energy that don't need to be. Jeff, so I was sitting in my hotel room two nights ago and I saw an update in Jobber, the little red dot, which I love. It's, it's, it's at Christmas time for me. What's the update? And it was a Spanish app, right? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So talked a little bit about all of the challenges with labor. And one of the things that we saw happening is that people wanted a Spanish language version of, of the mobile app, which makes a lot of sense. There's uh, a lot of folks working in home services that are predominantly or prefer to only speak Spanish. And that is something we saw as an opportunity for us, again, talking about trends, to bring technology that can actually power that, that experience. We actually also have Spanish language support reps now. So if they have issues, um, they can call in and we can get them routed to a, a Spanish language support rep. So we're, we're, we're really excited about this. We've already seen a really dramatic uptake um, mm. in this so sure far. Have, so yeah. good question. Is everything in Spanish or just the, the user interface? Or like, are the instru- visit instructions in Spanish too? Somehow? We haven't done that yet, looking okay. at, at how to do an automatic translation of those. Yeah, uh, awesome. Right now, it's just the interface. Okay. Yeah. Right, well done. That's, that is a, that's a huge build. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. I think one of my employees might like that. <laughs> well, Jeff, before we close, I do want to give you an opportunity to give our listeners and myself uh, just like a hint of what are you guys working on? What are you, like, what are you guys excited about internally with the direction of Jobber? And maybe an example of two of what you guys are working on. I'd say like for the first decade or so of Jobber's existence, really focused on this core workflow, the quote, job, invoice, it, it all works really well. So how do we make that faster and faster? It's always going to be a focus of ours. But going beyond that, we're starting to think about how do we help SPs not just run this workflow, but also grow their business? How do we give them tools to grow their business that are easy to use, that aren't intimidating, that aren't built for expert marketers, but are built for, for people like you? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that a lot of businesses struggle with, frankly, and they would benefit from having simple tools to be able to do that. So that's something that we're looking at doing. Stay tuned. I can't build too much. But the other one that uh, I'll, I'll kind of hint that a little bit is thinking about other financial tools to help businesses uh, manage cash flow, get paid faster. So that's, that's another area that you'll probably see a little bit of uh, movement from us uh, over the next few months. You heard it from Jeff first, guys. <laughs> that sounds good. Jeff, really appreciate this. Yeah. Uh, I love Jobber. It's changed my business, which means it changed my life. And I, you're a part of Jobber, and I appreciate you being here. Earlier, you said something that really struck me. You said robots or, or maybe AI. AI is never going to unclog somebody's toilet. And that is so true. And I think Jobber is on the cutting edge of making sure that you empower those service providers to continue unclogging people's toilets because we need that, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, give us a final thought. Home service pros and and home service businesses really are not going to be fully replaced ever by technology. The best we can do is help you run the business, but we can't get up on a ladder as the technology itself. We we can't unclog the toilet. We can't turn the wrench with AI. Mm -hmm. So 
that's always going to be in the hands of the home service pros. We're trying to help you do everything else. And we're going to try and make that easier and easier and easier to run a really good uh, business. We have, a, we have an internal saying, which is, it should be hard to build a bad schedule on Jobber. And that's something we think about a lot. It should be hard to build a bad quote. It should be hard to build an incorrect invoice. I like that. Right. And so that's where we're focused our energy. We're not trying to get AI to unclog the toilet for you. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I really, that's great. I really appreciate it. So thanks for being here. Yeah. Every decision you make impacts 200,000 users. <laughs> so I, I appreciate every decision you make, but thanks for coming in. I really yeah. appreciate it. Of course. Happy to be here. Well, I hope you enjoyed that little glimpse in a jobber in the future of home service. I'm your host, Adam Sylvester. You can find me at adamsylvester.com. Your team and your clients deserve your very best. So go give it to them. We'll see you next week.